And just like that, hey, here we are. Happy Tuesday. Hey, oh, I was on mute. Oh, man. That was sweet, yeah. man. Smooth. Yeah. Smooth transition. I love it. Like and yeah, share. buddy. Like and share. Tell your friends. <clears throat> wow. What do you guys think, man? Look at us. A little, little different this week. Stuff over here. What happened? We look badass. Like we actually have been doing this for a hundred episodes. <laughs> right? About time. Yeah. How about it? Shout out to Zach. Zach's been his uh, hard uh, earned time figuring all this out to up the stream for you guys. So let's show Zach some love and hit that like button if you guys like what you're seeing. Heck yeah. Look at that. We got drunk long guy. Next hey. Beautiful face right at the bottom. <laughs> yep, shout out to Justin for getting on and actually helping you figure something out. Yeah, we had a few test runs checking it out. I think each time everybody was pretty yeah. excited about what options we have and some different things we can do much easier now. This is like way more geared towards what we're trying to do than Zoom was. So, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, goodness. See, oh, this man. is great. This is going to be this is going to be a whole other thing. We see who has the best comment gets put on the screen, right? It's mm-hmm. off to college now. It only took us 100 episodes. So. Only 100 episodes. Don't worry about it. We, had, we said make sure you know everyone was on for the ride for 100 episodes before we took it to the next notch, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, yeah. So this is uh, episode 102. 102. Shoot. Season three, episode two, keep off the grass. What do you say uh, we all grab a glass and keep off the grass? Yeah. Ooh, that's a nice crack. Yeah. yeah what, just got, what is that? That was a, dang. That was a Guinness Ooh. crack. Ooh. Guinness. Ooh. Guinness cracks hit different. That was deep. It's <laughs> amazing. We got, a new, we got a new guy coming in clutch with the uh, amazing beer cracks. <laughs> I saved it for you, too. Yep. Sweet. Well, hi, Jack. The- How are you? Very good. Thanks for having me. I'm. I feel honored to be sitting here in the inaugural run of this new platform. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Yeah, you got to watch us before the show, just ooh and ah about the different features. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is way cool, though. So, uh, Oli, who do we have on joining us tonight? This is Jack Higgins from Earthworks for Home. Right on. Been speaking with Jack for a couple of years, and uh, this this is a I'm gonna have to go find my bottle of Blantons because I've been trying to get this accomplished for a while, and it's finally done. <laughs> He's You're a right, hard fella to lock in. Yeah, this is a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, we talked with Jack at GIE when it was GIE. Yeah, that's right. That was two in, years uh, ago. Yeah, in 21, mm-hmm. and um, we were telling him to come on. So now we finally finally got it done. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you being patient, and I appreciate you having me. Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So it uh, said that you're a, an agronomist. That's yeah, right. Who are you? Who are you? About that. All right. Yeah, I'll fill you in on on who I am, what I do. Uh, yes, I'm an agronomist with Earthworks for Home, and of course, Earthworks, which is uh, where I've been working for the last 14 years or so, um, and I've been in this turf and ornamental industry for a couple of years before that. Essentially, ever since I started working, 
uh, I've been earning my money in the grass world. And, uh, and I went to, I went to school for this. I, I graduated from Penn state in 2007. I got a, uh, turf grass of science bachelors and I've been at it ever since, you know, I, I started greenkeeping, but, uh, I, I kind of quickly came over to work for earthworks. Like I said, yeah, about, about three years out of college and, uh, and I haven't looked back. So I, I really, I kind of, I travel certainly up and down the East coast and, uh, and I help guys particularly on the professional side, at least to this point in my career, um, with soil tests and organic fertilizer. That's, that's what earthworks does. We kind of, uh, we have a system called biological soil management and we marry, we marry the two together. We, uh, you know, we make sure that the soil is in the, in good balance and is, uh, can provide a good environment. He's muted. Oh, yeah. oh it says his mic's not connecting. There oh, it goes. You hey, there we go. We lost you. All good. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I was saying, you know, the, what we do is biological soil management. We, we marry together uh, the, the soil and the plant and we aid it along by encouraging soil biology to do a lot of the work with us in, in growing turf and, and shrubbery and nice plants. So that's what that's what Earthworks for Home really the goal of Earthworks for Home is to bring this knowledge that Earthworks as a company has been doing this in the um, in the golf and sports and lawn care world for since the late eighties. So we really we want to bring this to the the DIY enthusiast and uh, and kind of share this knowledge into the world of 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 people that want to take care of their homes, you know, and, and both, both their lawns and their gardens. So, um, it was certainly a, a pandemic idea, you know, and, and it's, it's been, it's been hard, but a lot of fun. And, and I'm, and very really now, like on the brink of, this is really our kind of first season that we're coming into. And it's exciting. Yeah, we. I want to. I want to work with everyone, you know, and, and kind of show what we do for the uh, for the homeowner. So on the homeowner side, you guys had been offering soil testing services for a while, is that right? And then now, now the kind of Earthworks for Home, you know, fertilizer soil kind of amendment options are out. Is that kind of your? Are you kind of transition to say, hey, you know, we got this expertise. Now we can help kind of guide you and, and provide some fertilizer that might help you. Right. I mean, really, actually, uh, for the homeowner side, everything is just kind of starting right now, um, both the soil test and the fertilizer. Mm, okay. On the on the professional side, we've we're we're an established business that have really been working with the top lo- top locales around the country as far as p- places that take care of turf. I'm talking, you know, go, a lot of golf, a lot of sports we're all us open golf courses all you know, top top places around the country um and and all in professional sports teams but but you know it's not really just the those upper tier we work with 
we work with everything. We work for people that that whose job it is to maintain a beautiful um, landscape. We we assist, um, and and have been yes yeah, since since the late eighties. But we that. go ahead, Oli. I guess the way to look at it is, um, you know, it's about like I don't know exactly what year I met you. But I can remember when I first got my, I got a pallet of 343 and a pallet of 822. Mm-hmm. And it was a little tough to get, you know. And I remember, you know, hitting you up and talking to you. And I'm like, we need to put this in more people's hands. It needs to be easier to get. And I guess, I guess a way to look at it is that's, that's another reason for Earthworks for Home. It's easier for the homeowner to get their hands on your products. Absolutely. That's the, um, that, that's the focus. And, and so it is a direct to consumer e-commerce, uh, business model in addition to accessibility in, in garden centers. But, you know, if you have the internet, you have the ability to get this product. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's, and, and really you mentioned the 822, that is really our lead lawn granular fertilizer um that's that's the analysis that we go with and i can get a lot into about you know into what we do as a fertilizer company and and kind of how it works but you know i'd rather start with with why we're doing it and um and why we want to bring this offering to people like yourselves enthusiasts you know and and that that is is that we want to make we want to make lawn care and and taking care of your gardens fun and easy and effective you know w- with relative low input we want you to see great results and that's something that we've been expertise at in in the you know in the professional turf world for a long time so uh, that's my passion's really sharing that you know and so that's that's what Earthworks. For, that's really the mission of Earthworks for Home is to show everybody and give everybody easy access, like Oli said, to to be able to do this, um, and and see great results. So that's uh, that's really the focus here, you know. And we we've we there's a goal in in keeping things simple. That's what we want to do. We don't have right at least as of right now, we don't have a whole slew of offerings, but we have dialed in um, about four or five, six with the soil test, really good, solid products that you will see response from right away whether you're treating your lawns or your ornamentals or you're you're growing a vegetable garden you know and hopefully all of that that's what we want to do you got to grow some uh you got to grow some vegetables and stuff because when they see your good looking yard and you go oh you're killing the bees and you're doing nothing for the world you go Hey man, I'm growing my cucumbers, my squash, my zucchini. Oh, my absolutely! Tomatoes. Triple three have blown the roots out of the pots. Uh, yeah, yeah, we call it a pollinator oasis. You don't want to mm-hmm. have a pollinator oasis, uh, or you don't. You you need to have a pollinator oasis rather. You don't want to have a pollinator desert um, in that, like no flowers around. You need something for the for the bees and the uh, pollinators to to fly to. But um, 
yeah, I don't, I, I, I'd like, I'd like to get into everything, uh, but I'd, I'd rather start with kind of history as to how, how I got hooked up with you guys, particularly through Oli. I mean, like Oli said, he, he kind of, I, I guess Oli, you found, you found Earthworks just through your kind of enthusiasm, just digging, yeah, and the, yeah. my, the first orders I placed come out of Virginia, which was a, was really crazy because. Um, I ordered a pallet of 822 and a pallet of 343. And I asked the guy, I was like, so what's it cost to have this delivered? And he's like, our, our delivery fee is $35. <laughs> I was like, send it. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So once I got that, you know, I was just digging. And, you know, my whole, the whole thing I was after was I had bought this field beside my house. It's a one acre field. It was nothing but dandelions and trash. Stripped it, got it level, got it seeded. It did not like the first summer at all. And my whole goal was to catch that field up with the pre-existing two acres. Oh, no. Yeah, the pre-existing two acres of turf. And that's when I started contacting you. That's right. And, uh, started bugging the piss out of you is really the way to put it. But uh, uh, is this the field right here? That's the field. That was the, I think that was the first summer. And you can see an absolute property line straight down through there. Of course. Of what's pre existing. You know, the, the soil was starting to change. And, you know, when I bought this acre, my first goals was to go to a chicken farm and buy a bunch of chicken litter and have them come out with a truck and till it in. And it just, it didn't pan out. That's why I started searching and I come up with the composted chicken. Granulite, yep, granulized uh, fertilizer. And then that also changed a lot. Like, I wanted a top dresser. I wanted to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. Well, you can actually use the triple three mm-hmm. as a starter or as a top dressing without mm-hmm. having to have any expensive equipment. You've got a push spreader. You can top dress. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, so we we do organic fertilizer. Uh, we call it composted fertilizer because it is composted. It's it's a chicken manure compost. Um, egg egg layer birds that uh, that are their hens for for laying eggs. Well, we take the manure, which it happens to be super mineral rich and just an awesome organic source because it is easy, accessible energy for soil microbes you know we're talking single cell little microbes and uh, that 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 comprise the soil biology that need um that need that carbon energy and need it quick they 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 can't you know there's other organic products out there you you all know um malorganite you know and other sludge based products like that uh that that don't really provide they're an organic product but don't really provide a very accessible organic because of their their manufacturing, their processing. They're heated yeah. up, they're pasteurized. I'm so, say it because of the superheating. Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah. essentially, burns out all the energy. It's like throwing a steak on the grill for for three hours and coming back and trying to eat it. You know, so what what you're after isn't there anymore. Um, it does carry, it is, becomes a carrier for some, for some amount of nutrition, a little bit of fertility, but it, but it's, but it's organic value is not, is not all that high. So, um, what, what we do is 
compost this manure down and um and make it a real stable product and then we add some synthetic fertilizer to it like the or the earthworks for home um lawn fertilizer is an 822 with a little bit of ammonium sulfate that's what Oli's used Oli's used both both the granular products Oli's used all four of the products so both the liquid products as well but um but so it is um it gives a nice kick, but it provides this really accessible energy for these single cell soil microbes to really get that and get that energy as well. And they work symbiotically with the plant to really to grow. You know, that's the way the whole system works. So um, it's really kind of part of the the secret as to what's going on and makes it so effective and and really to how we are able to to get a big response with a low input you know our recommended rates really only put out about a third to um a third to a half pound of nitrogen and and most of you know you know from fertilizer rates that that it's really common to kind of start with one pound of n we're we're after using less uh because we're working it from both sides we've got that that soil side going and um and that's how you kind of get that sustainable and lasting response that doesn't really have much of a it it has no um steep valley like you know you don't get the peaks and valleys of response you get a nice steady feed out of out of the fertilizer so um and that and and of course what we all do as growers what what what's really special about what we do and that that only got to work firsthand and i'm sure i'm sure you a, a lot of you guys have got to do firsthand is we build topsoil you know what what we're really doing is like we're the we're the stewards of this great magical process between the the plant and the soil microbes that we can take garbage fill soil, whether it was, you know, whether it was really from a fill pit or whatever, junk soil with, with very little value. And through that cool process um, of the plant establishing roots and growing and drawing carbon dioxide and minerals and pumping them through the plant and, and out the plant roots. And then how that marries with the soil biology and builds a humus and really it's building and humus is synonymous with topsoil. It's building a topsoil. And um, that's kind of what Oli was talking about, trying to catch up that neglected field with the existing lawn. And really, grass does this better than just about any plant. This is grass is very special at doing this. So, um, so what does the uh, the product itself? So the bag of like eight two two is it dry and granularized, or what's the consistency totally. of that product? Great it's, question. It is homogenized. Also, there you go, homogenized. Yeah, okay. it is. A, so you could do it just like a normal spreader, like any other fertilizer. Essentially, you just. Say Any other fertilizer spreader. Okay. It, it, it is a granulated um, fertilizer that that's basically a, a prill size of around 150 to 200 SGN and um, throws really nicely 
Um, so, so yeah, again, talking about it as a composted and organic or this or that, um, it is all those things yet it's accessible and easy to use that it throws from your rotary spreader. No problem. Absolutely. No dust. Yeah. That's the other cool thing. Yeah. It's not, it's not a dusty product. Um, it's, uh, there, however, the product, the product does have a scent. You know, <laughs> and I'll be first and foremost. Right as much, you don't, you don't <laughs> say chicken chunks and manures and that's right. little, throwing a little chicken chunk on your yard. You know, why, of course, I you actually, I, I've actually grown to like it. There you know, you go. when I when I hit the three acres, right. he likes it. Yeah, when I hit the three acres with it, and we get a nice little rain, I get texts from the neighbors say, "Ah, I know." <laughs> uh-huh. Well, you, you know get the is. rain, and um, it is. Yeah, you get the rain and and really the smell goes away. Like a little bit of moist or a little bit of water knocks that smell gone. So um even dew in the morning, you know, you're not really smelling it the next day. But uh but yeah, the product it's it does not it smells different than uh than a sludge. It it, it smells more like a farm than it does like a sewage plant. I'll I'll say that, you know. So it's but but anyway, it's um it is, Does it have it, any risk of like, you know, I guess avian pathogens or anything? Like, so we talked about malorganite, how they superheat it. That's to kind of kill off any pathogens that were from the, you know, the feces in Milwaukee's water. So, but then this, this is like similar. That just comes from chickens, but it's not superheated. Is it have? Is there any issues with that at all? We have to meet a we have to meet a temperature requirement to be able to sell this product, and that happens in the composting process. Okay, um, but it is much lower than <laughs> than what happens in like the 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 pasteurized process, and really the difference there is time. Okay. The, the the whole like sous vide instead of grilling it. There you go. Like <laughs> sous vide. we it composts for a year, so like basically you have to you have to keep it in a compost pile for a lot longer at the lower temperature for it to break down. Pasteurization, you can pump it through the oven and and kick it out, you know, and to be able to process. So, um, however, yes, it meets all the standards for 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 moving the product. Does it have iron in it? It has, it, in fact, it has the compost itself. We've run a, we've run analysis down to the parts per million, parts per trillion. It, it knocks about 70 different elements off the, off the periodic chart. Um, so yes, it does have iron in it. However, it doesn't have, we don't add iron to it. Okay. Um, it's not something, yeah, it's not something that we're adding to it. That, that, That's a new uh, super chat tune. <laughs> Sorry about that. Heavy song. That's a heavy song. <laughs> uh, yeah, you talk, start talking about iron long enough, you're going to hear some heavy rock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So it's so, more like a, a mixture of like micronutrients and, and like trace elements, more so than iron at two and a half percent. It's kind of a micronutrient. That's right. When you're dealing with an organic, you're you're getting um, to some extent you're getting nature's soup, you know. So it's more of it's more of lower you know lower degrees of everything than than more focused on any one. 
Okay. However, in the nutrient realm, you know, it is an 822. So, we, and we do add that ammonium sulfate yeah. to bump the nitrogen up a little bit. Um, it, it being a chicken manure, being an egg layer chicken manure, these birds are fed a lot of minerals, especially calcium. So for, for those strong eggs. So um, yeah. the manure, actually, the A22 is roughly a one-to-one -one ratio of nitrogen to calcium. So it's about a 7% calcium in the A22. Hmm. Um, but another thing to think about is, is, you know, most people want iron for color. Yeah. And iron does make a good color, but ammonium sulfate makes an amazing color. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do for color. I mean, it's a, the color is the is a chlorophyll response. Like, so if you just get if you're getting your your lawn pumping, if you're getting your grass pumping, you're gonna get good color. Um, yeah, there's there's more fertility stuff to talk about too. Like, of course, plants suck in carbon dioxide and and push out oxygen you know we're the soil microbes the so, the way the soil works is that the soil is breathing in oxygen and kicking out carbon dioxide so there are two cycles that work in conjunction with each other because they're opposite um so as you're getting an active soil biology that biology is pushing out more carbon dioxide out of the soil and the plant is able to suck it up right away. So you get this, you, you, from, a, from a good active soil, you get a great amount of fertility in a number of different ways. Awesome. What? You're jamming in the chat. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I, I got to say that the, I'm, I have to say is that comment. Jack, about you looking like Dave Portnoy is spot on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, is, it is spot on. I Dude. didn't see the Portnoy comment. Oh, you guys look like twin brothers. Well, All right. Everyone out of the way here. Thanks for looking green. Papa. We got, we got someone else, too. Papa with team. Oh, everybody, everybody's oh. jumping in. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You guys are off. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> you're gonna have to make that music a little bit shorter <laughs> <laughs> well um, while we're at it <laughs> just keep it rolling um but hey i got a question though so um with the the organic and the carbon um, you were discussing, does that stuff, um, is that only effective at a certain time of the year? Like when there's heat oh, or um, like, like you recommend applying that only when there's warm weather? Uh, yeah, that is, a, that's a good question. And, and that is a bit of a paradox with organics um, that, especially if your experience is with more of that sludge based organic, like the analogy with the, the steak on the grill, it does take an enormous amount of heat and energy to be able to get through that, that char. But this composted source 
is more digestible, you know, at, at, with, with less biological activity or, or less temperature. So really I, in cool season grass, you start seeing response out of this stuff. Uh, it was safe to say lower forties soil temperature. Hmm. You, you see, you see this um, compost kicking. So would the, would, would the warmer it is, would the release be quicker? Does the release curve change? It, 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 it does, I guess, is the easy answer to say that probably, you know, but of course, everything's growing more in the sun. You know, the plant is growing more, like everything's growing more. So yes, it's taking in more fertility um, as opposed to the, the, the bookends of the year where growth really slows down. I guess I, my question here is at least a, of the six of you guys, you've got cool season growers, warm season growers, a little of both. We're all cool season nowadays. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool cats. Where does everyone live? I'm in New Jersey. Okay. Jersey. So Iowa. Utah. And, and, okay. Is it mainly, is it mo- mainly uh, tall fescue for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Some bluegrass, bluegrass, right? I'm trying, I'm trying to mix more into the yeah. Midwest, blend yes. it up. Yeah. Anybody, anybody seed fine fescue? Mm. I saw. No. I've been throwing a lot of fine fescue around in the last year or two. I've got kind of like a hillside under some trees that I'm like reestablishing, and I've let the fine fescue grow up and get all wispy and everything. Oh, that probably looks nice. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I get better, I'll show. I'll share pictures. Um, you know, yeah, so, I've seen some nice looking fine fescue. I just have patches in my fescue and rye that you know makes it look bad. The, the patches do, but uh, it's right. just made stuff. So, so I saw that Yardhart had a question in the chat. He wanted to know uh, in high spring rainfall areas, how or when would you apply to time the nitrogen release with the rain to avoid leaching? Okay. In, so if you're getting a lot of rain and is leaching a concern, how do you avoid that sort of situation? That, that, that's the gist of it. I would say that um, there's, a, there's a number of benefits that you have going for you, being that you're a – I assume this is on a lawn, right? This is on grass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, got okay. a pretty sexy yard. All right. So you've, you're growing a cover crop. You know, you're growing a filter that, that – that is that inhibits any le- real leaching certainly inhibits um the material from directly running into the waterway via you know running through water channels that that's that is really the only concern that that i think you should have with this sort of material is um is product actually getting into water other than that, you're really safe from from leaching because it's not a salt fertilizer. You know, it's not a it's not a, a fertilizer that you drop in water. Although it it does break down very effectively because of this composting, it's not broken down to the point that it's not going to be grabbed and held up within the soil, um, and within like kind of the thatch layer, the the soil, the rhizosphere. Um, it's not, it's not like a, it's not like a, like a, 
say ammonium nitrate or 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 a straight ammonium sulfate prill that will go soluble and then flow with the water this organic kind of matches up and gets it's held up by that that rhizosphere you know so that being said if leaching is a concern high high the, the the then you really only have to be worried about actual product getting into water. So yours is less likely to leach because the the nitrogen component that you've added is kind of embedded within that carbon compost, and so that's got to dissolve or, or the bug's got to kind of break it apart or release it. So that's kind of how it becomes more slow release in a sense that, that's right that's right and as it and as that that is those bugs are breaking it apart or it's it's weathering in that way it's becoming metabolized and held in within the um the exchange capacity of that soil whether that exchange capacity is the 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 cation exchange capacity in clay or um or the exchange capacity within the humus, or actually becomes part of um, of actual soil microbes that the plant is then grabbing nutrient off the back of those microbes uh, to, for its uptake. But but so if yes. you're in the springtime, let's say, and you uh, you know the temperatures are warm enough, you know it's wet enough, maybe in that scenario where you're you know you have good kind of conditions for that grass to really pop if you put the fertilizer down. Mm-hmm. So you put this down the HT2. How how soon before you would see that that green up or maybe robust growth uh, from that? And then you know when would you want to do your next application? Like how long does it feed the grass until you'd be ready for some more? Like would you? Right. Okay, great. June? Yeah, good question. I would say that say you're putting down this first application. You're in the Mid Atlantic. Uh, you're it, you say you're doing it around April first. You're going to see response from that within the first week or so of, of application. Hmm. And you'll, and you'll see that response last for at least two, two months, you know, a good eight weeks or so. Now that, that kind of puts you then at this time of year where the plant is pushing seed head, you know, in, Hmm. it kind of pushes you into seed head season where um, the plant is expending an enormous amount of energy into making seed that's what that's that's really its physiological purpose uh and so it put so it is using everything it's got to do that it's a great time during the middle of that season to then be out with a second application because we're just coming into summer you know where where weather and use is going to start to diminish the plant by use i mean you're just being out there on your lawn yeah, um, that it, you're gonna so that you need to you need to bolster it. So middle, you know, middle May end of May Memorial Day time is a good time to be back out. Um, okay. I'm only really I've only really gotten to talk about the A22. It sounds like I we have, <laughs> which is cool. I mean, the A22 is going to be a foundational product for for. That's the one that caught my interest, and then you know, Oli said he he got some pretty good results with it. But but yeah, you guys have the triple three. He said too. That's right. That's right. I mean, and that was the three 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 was a, and that is what we call it. Earthworks for home. The Earthworks for home garden granular mm. um and we named that we named it for the gardens because a of course we're encouraging its use in gardens um because 
it it works with mycorrhizae spores. So that's the addition in that in that fertilizer is mycorrhizae, which are a symbiotic uh, fungal uh, root zone fungus, a symbiotic root zone fungus. So basically, uh, it's it is it is like a cotton candy network of hyphae that attach themselves to the plant roots but extend out further into the soil. And then as they extend out further into the soil, they also attach themselves to other plants. So your fescue, you know, uh, your fescue at, up near the curb can be networked with your fescue back, you know, towards the walkway. Like that's, that's and that's the way that um, the forest works. There's all a whole bunch of cool work that you can read and watch about mycorrhizae, particularly the Netflix uh, special Fantastic Fungi. Has everyone seen that? With Paul Stamets and, and everything? I'll have to check it out. Oh, it's, it's excellent. So, um, but this is, yeah, mycorrhizae fungi is, uh, is the way that, that plants are networked with each other and also extend their outreach into the soil for mining nutrients and moisture. And particularly, they are the key uh, symbiotic relationship that the plant has for accessing phosphorus. Because phosphate is a, is a tricky nutrient for the plant to uptake. It's not a cation like a lot of the other nutrients we talk about. Um, it's an anion and it gets tied up and it's, and it's, and it takes biological activity to get it, but it's, it's a key nutrient. It's part of the photosynthesis process, you know, um, ATP, uh, when you're looking, when you're learning about photosynthesis, amino triphosphate, that is the real, um, that is the real way that the plant moves that energy that it creates during photosynthesis, that glucose energy. It's the way it moves it around the plant. Uh, so, so phosphorus is, is incredibly important. The, the garden fertilizer is, is the compost and these mycorrhizae spores because it's really an establishment fertilizer. It's a biological starter fertilizer. And that's a great way to think about it in the garden as you're planting annuals or, or shrubs or um, planting your vegetables. But it's also, uh, it's also a great way to think about it even for establishing turf, whether that's sod or from seed or sprigs or, or anything like that. Aeration. Um, aeration key well you want soil contact with that product ideally and so aeration is aeration is a great way of getting it into an established turf stand um because yeah you want to get that soil contact and this whole process of that i was talking about of the hyphae and the network and mycorrhizae doing their their work this this supercharges that kind of magic that I was saying about building a topsoil. It is, it really, it is the biological kind of power that, that really can, can build humus quickly. Uh, because 
because some of the byproducts or some of what mycorrhizae produces, it's, it's a particular thing called glomalin, but um, it's a very stable, um, it's a very stable exudate from the mycorrhizae that, that really helps the soil uh, stay friable, maintain moisture, uh, all the stuff that, that it needs to have to get through the most difficult parts of the growing year. So if you have like soil that's high in phosphorus, I think we've talked about before about how some of that's inaccessible. Yes. Would this mycorrhiza help improve your, your soil? Absolutely. Conditions? Great okay. question. Uh, it, it is the phosphorus miner, M-I-N-E-R. Um, it goes to work mining phosphorus out of the ground and all that inaccessible phosphorus that is often tied up with another, with a cation. Like I said, the, the phosphate's an anion. So it's got that negative charge. It connects with the cation, the positive charge. They're hard to break apart, you know, plain and simple. Like calcium phosphate is, is the key part of our bones and teeth. You know, mm. and you, you come across skeleton in the uh, deer skeleton in the woods or something, it doesn't break apart, you know? Uh, and, and so that's, th that, that's what mycorrhizae does. Like you're saying it, it, and that's what you would need to, to kind of, if, if we're reading the soil test and seeing a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of phosphorus, but also a whole lot of calcium, we're like, okay, this phosphorus is tied up. You know, and, and we need to mine it out. Hmm, that's pretty cool. I know people have had issues like that before and talked about, you know, you want like that's I think that the, the propeats fossil product, right, is supposed to be giving you the phosphorus that's accessible or in a form that's more usable. So even if you have phosphorus in your, you may not actually have it that you could actually utilize. But this could that's help right. mitigate that. Yeah. Now, as far as the soil test, I yeah, I've watched YouTube videos of some super popular people and they pull these soil probes and they take and they beat them up and they dry them out and they clean them and they sift them. My opinion, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm going out here, I'm going to pull the soil samples. I'm going to try to walk an X in that area, you know, randomly pulling stuff, stir it all up, but I'm not going to dry it. I'm not going to sift it. I'm paying for a soil test. I'm putting it in a bag, it's going away, and then I'm gonna get results. I'm not gonna oh absolutely do a home processing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. A, you don't have to do that work, and B, that could screw up the sample mm -hmm. because you could, you know, you as your sifting process could take away the top inch of soil. And that and that's the most fertile, that could be the most fertile part. You know, mm -hmm. it, it so it just would it would screw it would skew the results. The lab has what they need to to test the soil. They have dryers, grinders. They have what they need. They do. It's not yeah, like you walk into do. Waffle House with your own eggs and waffles. You <laughs> you paying, you get service. That's yeah. right, man. Yeah. yeah, I took mine to the extension office, and we just had it in a Ziploc bag and dumped it in a little box. We didn't we didn't do anything to it. Just literally with the grass, you know, sticking out of the plugs and all. Yep. Yep. So, it, it, yeah. as you as it should be definitely that is the way uh, that makes that, it easier <laughs> yeah yeah it shouldn't be it shouldn't be hard i mean this might be a good chance to pull up uh all these soil tests that he just yeah. ran 
So you guys do soil testing. And then along with that, you kind of bring your, your analysis and, and maybe make some recommendations. It'd be kind of cool to see what your guys' soil tests look like. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd like to do. And yes, that, that, is, that is exactly what we do. The soil test, um, you know, I can walk through it the way that we look at it, but we're really looking for anything that would limit growth, you know, because we we're trying to use the soil test to build the appropriate environment for, for everything to take off. Man, that so, screen looks professional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is a looks really good. nice look here. So, all right. Um, this is this is the way this is one of the three sheets that you would get as results um, of our soil tests. Uh, and this is kind of the most visual of them, uh, trying really showing the key aspects of of what we're looking at to see on, on your soil test, starting with this box soil compaction. So that is three three graphs uh the first calcium magnesium and the last potassium uh all all showing you know what what should be wh where where we're at as far as the ideal and we work those ideals as ratios to each other so um we take those key cations that are calcium magnesium potassium and sodium and the sodium is there below as contaminants. And we, we, we have ideals as to the, um, the amount of saturation that they should have on of the cation exchange. So based off of those numbers, which are 68% calcium, 12% magnesium, 5% potassium, and as little as possible, really like 1%, 2% sodium, we... Um, we then we then can kind of show you visually what we're what we're looking at, and really, Oli's soil test in as far as those those balances of of base saturation cations are are in really good balance. Uh, you'll see that on the contaminant side that the sodium is upwards in the high, maybe not all the way over, but it's 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 above 50 pounds per acre, which is high. We'd like to see that go down. Now I expect it to go down. Uh, part of looking at soil tests in the winter time here, uh, particularly the most soluble of those nutrients like sodium, there's not a lot of movement right now, Both there's not a lot of percolation and leaching. Like we were talking about before leaching through, that sodium is a great example of a salt. I remember I, I, the question came up is like, is the A22 going to leach through? That the A22 is not. However, sodium chloride is. Sodium is. So in the winter, uh, everything's kind of frozen. Uh, and if it's not frozen, it's it's close to frozen. You know, it's uh, it's not exactly... It's not like there's a lot of moisture running through the profile. There's no evaporation evaporating out of the profile. Uh, we're not watering. And also the plant is not really uptaking a lot of nutrient. So anyway, I'd expect that that sodium to go down. Where did it, this sodium come from? Well, it, it often comes from water. Could be the rain itself, yeah. Yeah, it, it come. It really comes from irrigation water. Like, Oli, I, you irrigate yeah. with city water or a well? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. And we had a test done one time. I'd have to find it. City water, it's always going to have all most water is going to have some amount of salt concentration. And often that salt concentration is sodium based. It's it's not all sodium based, but it's off. But much of it is often sodium based. So. um, So that's that's really where it comes from. And and it's nothing to be too alarmed about that. It's that it's there, like I said, uh, because you also are very close on the, you're very much at the ideals of those counteracting cations, the calcium, the magnesium, the potassium. Uh, Moving over to the other side, you see you're right right dead on. Well, not not that, that sheet, but just the other side of this sheet. Yeah, you're right dead on on the phosphorus level. Um, You have, you're, the the further down the bioavailability, which which we talk about organic matter, holding capacity, and pH. Start with the pH because that's kind of easy to understand and see that you're really right at an at a close to ideal mark of the um, slightly acidic, less l- slightly less than seven, six point seven, six point three is uh, is is ideal. You're very much in that range. The holding capacity in organic matter. This this is of course from the field, right? The, yes, the field that you established that you've been establishing over the last. So I, that's I, my that's the CECs or a four point three eight. That's right. So that has moved up in a couple of years. I mean, it took a couple of years, but originally when I started, that was like a barely a four. I mean, barely. It's like three eighty or something. Okay, great. And and or do you remember what the organic matter was at first? No, I can look and see if I got an old test I could look at. I was looking for your old test and I couldn't find it. But um but so so organic matter down at two and a half percent. I I what the goal should be, and this is kind of part to where I was at at the top here, is that we're trying to build topsoil and we're trying to make it so that you get great response with less input and input being fertility, uh, being moist water, you know, irrigation, being pest, any kind of pesticide. So part of that, or or a huge part of that, the part of that is building, is humifying the soil, which, uh, which a easy way to say that is building topsoil. And, um, and that's what that, that organic matter measures. Well, the, the color of it from the get-go has changed. I mean, it has changed in color. It's darkened up. I mean, I can definitely see a difference when I dig a hole or pull a plug. I can definitely, or pull a soil sample, I can see a difference. Great. And then as far as it making it through summer is night and day. You know, like when we first started talking, that field was super patchy. And looking at it from the road, it looked okay, you know, because you were just looking at what you could see. But looking at it from the sky, and, you yeah. know, I always, I always catch hell about my drone shots, but a drone does not lie for bald spots. <laughs> no. No, and I remember you, I remember you talking, talking to me about that, that, you know, and, and I, we, it's, the word is stand density, right? Like you, uh, it looked, it was thin. You didn't mm-hmm. have a, you didn't have a, a good stand density. Uh, and that's something that we really focused on, on building and the, the way of building that, the way of all of this working is growing 
is growing healthier plants because healthier plants beget healthy soil begets healthier plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you have that, when you have that stand density, you don't, you're not evaporating as much moisture out of the ground. So you're not losing water out of the ground. You're not, um, you're not, you don't have the voids in space for, uh, for, uh, weeds to come in or, or, or even disease, you know, really d- disease will play a, p- a factor in that too. You don't have that sort of part, that parched earth. So what so would you what say? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what, what, so what do we do about that? How we, how do we bump up those, uh, CECs and organic bread? How do we get Okay. That? Yeah. Well, so he's, he's in the process of doing that. And the answer to the, the simple answer to that question is that, that you're you need to grow you grow more you know you grow more and the plant is go, is pushing out exudates and and working at building this topsoil but like he's like Oli says the you know maybe the maybe the graph doesn't exactly show doesn't exactly show the the progress that he's already seen because the the because the the soil test only goes so far a lot of it has to be visual and has to be how the turf is performing, uh, you know, in terms of marking your success. And like, like all you mentioned, like you, you're, you're seeing that soil go from what was a um, red clay subsoil to darker humus. Mm-hmm. Well, see where I'm And that's, that's funny because where I'm at right here at home, it's low CECs. Um, it's really gritty. It's almost a tan. I don't have red clay right here. Oh, okay. But I go five miles to my shop. I'm saying just straight five mile shot shot. And uh that'll wear is like a ten to eleven on the CECs, and it's just red, you know, brick building clay. Mm-hmm. So this crazy right here where I'm at now, like when I first bought this place, you know, I was like, Man, this soil here sucks. It's terrible, it's gritty. You know, it, it the CECs are low, but right. I've sort of learned to work with that, and I've actually like it. Like, in other words, as far as the inputs, but as time goes on, you know, they come in here when they built this house, they stripped it, they got rid of all the topsoil, they got rid of all the good stuff, and that's the reason I dreamed of, like, top dressing. I wanted a big top dresser. I wanted to do all this composting, but as I learned, that's super expensive. It's a whole lot easier <laughs> to buy a bag of three, four, three or eight to, you know, with all y'all products, you're getting the compost. All, all the products are based off the compost. That's right. That's right. So as I was spreading that with a, with my permagreen or my push spreader, I had no use for a top dresser anymore. So there's no sense in owning a top dresser and trying to source, you know, some type of compost that I could sling. So this is a whole lot easier to actually compost with, but what I've noticed is from like 2019 to now, that field is amazing. It's thick. And, you know, you get above it two, three, 400 foot and take a picture. There's no bald spots. Hmm. And that right there, that was, that was older. That was before I covered the rocks up. That's older. I think you got a recent one. That's, that was, that's recent. Oh, recent. You, yeah. you, look how, you see how thick that field is now. I mean, it's insane. And my whole goal, you know, like when we first started talking, 
was I wanted that one acre to match the two acres. That's right. I wanted to jump ahead. Y'all have a saying, and I'm trying to think what y'all saying is with the 101 product. Uh, balance the chemistry, feed the soil. No, it's basically where you're trying to make up time. Like you're trying to. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. You can, you can accomplish, um, you can accomplish in one week, but, or, or in one day amending what would, it would take, um, like a couple of seasons in to, to mineralize that soil. So go after it in Mm -hmm. construction. That's a, that's a talking when we're talking construction of golf greens and, and sports fields and stuff like that. But I mean, the same applies. Like, and that was, if we, if you and I had talked, uh, as at seeding, um, it would, maybe the recommendations would have been slightly different, but, but we made up for that with airifications and getting that, getting the three, 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 the garden product in via the airifications. That was, um, that was the focus there. So, so we did, so we, you know, we hit it from both sides. We hit it from, from that with that garden product um to really establish and to to get some establishment down below hit the roots but then over the top with the lawn product the a22 um you also only used now now because earthworks for home has has liquid offerings too as um has hose ends court side court hose ends brian you get that website up Yes, sir. The fourteen two five and that's right. Yeah the 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 lawn the lawn. Right. It's actually fourteen oh five now, and um, the earthworks for home uh, liquid garden, which is a C three. Mm-hmm. I say we give away a hose in sprayer. So yeah, I'd like to do a case. I'd like to do a case uh, which is uh, which is two two bottles. Nice. So. Dang. Now you use this. You also use both of these products on the uh, on the field, and kind of talking, you know, talking programming like we were before. This this would be this would be something I would be starting um, maybe after that second application of the lawn product in in the for the in the seed head season. As after that second application maybe be switching to the, um, to the liquids. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, so we built this liquid, this, this lawn liquid to really kind of bring, bring both micronutrients in, in the mix as well as a lot of carbon, um, and the 1405, to really help the plant build full proteins to kind of build a f- to, to build itself fully to protect against weather disease use hmm. how many square feet do one of those cover do you know five five thousand square feet so we we built everything for five we built both the liquids and the 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 granular for five thousand square feet which uh, of you guys, how I know Oli's got the big three acre monstrosity. Does everybody have that? I got about I got no. five in the front and four in the back. Okay, no. About how big? How big in the front, Bill? 
Five in front. <laughs> Only four in the back. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so the home yeah, storage work good. stuff is in 25-pound bags. That's right. Yeah. I only have 5,000 square feet. So something like that's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we were after. The, the, the liquid products work really well. You'll, those you'll see both from both the garden and the, the granular. Let's, or for both the garden and the lawn, let's just talk about using them on turf at first. You'll see response out of each of them. Um, so, so in terms of a green up, uh, in terms of recovery, like lateral growth. So again, we're really trying to build that stand density. Uh, you'll get you'll get both green up and lateral growth out of each of them. Uh, the the sea, the the liquid garden product is more focused um, for kind of more focused for drought tolerance in, in lawns, whereas the, the 1405 is more focused towards growth. Um, but yeah, the, the guard, you using the garden product on your lawn, you'd be using it more for drought tolerance. Um, and for, if you were dealing with a situation where you have real weak rooting. Um, so would that be something you could do? Like, so I'm in the Midwest and we get, we have, pretty hot and dry in the summertime would that be something to do leading into the end of may maybe june-ish something exactly. like that exactly months yeah perfect that, that's the one that contains my favorite ingredient too isn't it molasses what's that holy molasses in there oh yeah molasses actually there's molasses in both of them okay but, yeah. molasses game Shoot. it does have molasses in it oh i mean so you know, Earthworks right from the start, from 1988, molasses was part of the the mix. You know, or the two mantras for Earthworks is carbon and diversity. We're trying to come at things from different angles. And on those liquid sides, on the liquid side, carbon sources, we have molasses, fish, kelp, uh, a desalinated seawater, worm tea extract, uh, humic acids, um, so and some organic surfactants. So, like that, those are kind of the the carbon sources, and um, and then on that fourteen oh five, we bring a number of different synthetic fertilizers, but we but a balanced array, um, hmm. so that we're not just seeking response from just one nutrient. And knocking other nutrients out of balance. I'm trying mm -hmm. bouncing over, ch checking out the uh, yeah. So we uh, we comments. How are we doing this giveaway? Yeah, um, I don't know. I I heard about like a spinning wheel. You have that. Type in E W number four eight Earthworks for home. E W four Yep. Type it in the live chat right now. And right now, right now, first wheel spin on the new platform. Oh, and, uh, oh. yeah, well, I'm waiting to see the soundboard. <laughs> yeah, no, we come on now. EW4H, there you go. There you go, Brian. So this has been pretty cool. I'm going to have to come back and, and uh, listen to this episode again to kind of soak in oh. more of what you said. Not so now, much. here's the here's the thing, oh, Dan. So when we go to 
the Green Expo. We'll actually get to see these fellas in person. This is true. And, Zach, and, and Jack Fine is about, about this tall. <laughs> <laughs> I am tall. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, y- you can listen to it again. Also, have me on again. Uh, I'd like to talk more. Definitely. Anytime. All right. Cool. Uh, because yeah, we're, we're into this big time and we want to, uh, I, I want to be able to evolve what we do to fit what you guys want, you know, and what you guys need, like, see, see what, see what the products can do for you. I, I really, really, again, the whole focus was to make this easy and accessible, um, and to see something right away uh and see so so some of these guys that have gardens they definitely need to do like a triple three test on this tomato plant and their normal deal on this tomato plant do the do the program do the triple three in the installation do a couple of garden liquid drenches um and you know the website has all this information i make videos and really and we've got a really developed faq section and um talk about how to use this stuff and yeah so so on the garden side like you're saying only tomato plants you grew you grew tomatoes and and blueberries right yes sir so I'll I grew- I got cucumbers, blueberries, um, jalapenos, um, zucchini squash, and I definitely could see a difference on the mass of roots. Now, I've got to work on my tomato production because I either get bottom rot or split, which my understanding is low in calcium. So okay, I, I need a little more of triple three or something with more calcium in the soil. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, well, the the triple three, the uh, the garden, the Earthworks for Home Garden fertilizer will bring a lot of bioavailable calcium, like we were talking about before, even even more than the even more than the um, the the lawn product because there's not the ammonium sulfate in there to buffer out calcium. It's just uh, it's just a compost of mycorrhizae. Yeah, and I got to work on my I got to work on my. Uh, Tomatoes. I've done really good with everything else the last couple of years, but tomatoes also like bell peppers is giving me a hard time. Like I get bottom rot. We either go from being super dry to tons of rain. And those two between tomatoes and peppers seem to give me a, a hard time. I I wanna I wanna bring up my garden game as well. It's really been a time issue more than anything else. Um yeah, it's uh it's been a, it's it there, it takes a lot of time to take care of it, right? You got to be on top of it all the time. But the triple three, which is labeled or advertised as garden fertilizer, is a phenomenal starter fertilizer. Bingo, dude! It is yeah. the biological starter fertilizer. And, and Oli, you're saying that's what you initially used um, over in the field? No, initially, I it was something else. No, initially when I done the field, I planted it with just your normal eight, uh, 18, 24, 12 and had, you know, a decent, but it did not, that soil there was so bad. It needed help and it was so spotty. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, like I say, what I was wanting to do was build the soil 
And originally I was looking into like going to a chicken house and getting green, which it would be green. It wouldn't be composted and it would be full of weeds and probably everything else where this is not. So that's when I started learning about earthworks. Mm-hmm. So my first purchase was a pallet of triple uh, uh, eight, two, two, and then three, four, three that does not have the mycorrhiza. So the next time I had to triple three with the mycorrhiza. Gotcha. So when I done my aeration and seeding, that's when I used that triple three to get it in the soil to try to start that fungi. Right. So, the, so the triple three, that's the one that you were talking about that you use the garden when you were definitely garden fertilizer. That's what you were. That's right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. That's right. All right. And Brent, you look legit with that setup. Yeah, Brent. Uh, yeah. We all, we all <laughs> yeah. look legit tonight. What are you kidding me? And the two screens. Yeah. Well, I got, you know, this one's running. This one's running everything. And then I got the live chat over here so I can respond to everybody. You know. Yeah. I didn't realize we couldn't chat in the, we could see everybody's chat within this software, but I can't respond. So I have to be on a separate device still. Yeah. But it is cool to see it up on the, on the laptop. Yeah. No, this is, cool. this is great. That's great. I, yeah. I, um, I really appreciate you guys having me. I mean, it's, it, it, and, and you, and we got to see the website. Um, you know, if you're for the listeners, like, like we're saying, we've got a lot of, um, a lot of content on there. What's uh, the turnaround time? If, if one of the order of soil test kit, you know, you get it, send it off. How long to get, uh, you know, your analysis back? The analysis, um, would, would take roughly a week. Okay. You know, it's, it's really like, bad. yeah, it's really about like three days to get there maybe. And, and about three days in the lab. Sweet. Okay. And it's really, I mean, it's real slick the way it comes. You, you buy it, it's sent to your door. You have what you need there, except for a trial or a soil probe. You have all your directions. And then when you have the bag filled, you even have an envelope to put it in to shoot it back. Yeah, so it's all contained, That's and, right. and it's very quick and easy. As long as you had the right address in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it sounds like somebody sounds yeah. like somebody uh, put the it wrong. Was, that was a, I think that oh. was. Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, learned that one the hard way, did you? Yeah. So then we were like struggling, and and luckily everything worked out, and we had it to look at this evening. But uh, if yep. it can be screwed up, I can do it. Yeah, and then we didn't really get to go th- over the written recommendations, but there are there are written rec- recommendations that talk a lot about kind of what I was going over. We can check those out. Yeah, okay, cool. Pull it up, man. Pull it up. Pick them up. The you know, so yeah, they, it talks about the what what I was going over, but then also gets pretty practical about what to use and how to use it. So basically what you're offering in your soil test is you are offering the ease of a lot of the other, I guess, soil tests that are out there that are aimed or marketed towards homeowners, like the ease of use where like everything comes, right? stick it in there, ship it back, prepaid label, send you results, but it's a higher quality test or I should say a different kind of test because this yeah, is a, a, a Melic three test. You said Melic three is the extraction agent. Um, and it's really, I, I think the difference is in, in how we present it and what we're prioritizing, you know, what, what, what we're looking for and what we're prioritizing. Mm-hmm. 
And what are a lot of the other ones that are out there? That's a different kind of test, which is escaping me now. We've talked about it in the past, in past episodes. Uh, uh, soil savvy. Isn't that one of them? Yeah. But, but what is the, the like oh, methodology the of the uh, test? Not of three, ah. it's maybe, there's, there's Bray, there's Olson. I don't know. I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah. I can't remember what, what. So you're saying that the, the one that, ones uh, are, the, the test that Logan Lab runs, it's it's a more accurate test or it gives you a, a better picture of what's going on. Yeah, and I think and I think it's about the what what we highlight as as what to prioritize, you know, in terms of what are you gonna do with the data. You know, we're not looking at the soil test as the sole source of fertility for the plant. You know, because you're going to work with a fertilizer program and you're going to be putting stuff down there. But what we do look at the soil for is an a proper environment for for the for rooting, you know, and for rooting, we need space. Like, for example, you know, we label that that section compaction. If we see um, if we see some imbalances there, like maybe magnesium very high will know that that it's very tight and it doesn't have that porosity and ability to hmm. space for for roots to happen and for gas exchange to happen and we'll talk about that you know in the so and we'll talk about that in the recommendations so um you know what the 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 example that we pulled up it didn't happen to have that issue but uh but that's can that's, you pull that up zach the picture of the yeah, yeah that's right there the it description. is so, so yeah, that right there, um, the magnesium yeah, there bar, go. and he, yeah. So here's the recommendations. We, I we kind of keep it based on those sections: soil compaction, contaminants. So here we say in contaminants, uh, sodium is high. Apply ten pounds per thousand of gypsum. Apply the EW4H liquid fertilizer for your garden in the summer, in addition to consistent applications of the EW4H lawn program to help buffer the sodium away from the plant roots. So we talked about an extra gypsum application in that because, um, you know, because particularly the sodium. Or something? What's, what's the that? gypsum doing? Does it have chloride or what's the gypsum doing? Gypsum, gypsum is a calcium sulfate and really mm. um, it's throwing, calcium's a strong cation. So it can trump and push the weaker cations off the soil colloid and mm. i.e. gypsum or i.e. sodium rather. Yeah. Um, okay. So it can push the sodium. The calcium can, can push sodium out of the rhizosphere. That's the hmm. idea. Cool. And right. yeah, so uh, really also that's the, um, that's, that's part calcium is a major constituent of the, uh, of the compost. So, mm it's part of what's what's helping things along the you know it it talks about the organic matter that we're trying to we're trying to increase and and only you know brought up that and like i said you 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 need to visually inspect this this soil as well to get a good a good assessment as to how it's working like Oli said over time he saw he saw that this soil was darkening you know this sandy soil and and despite it being relatively sandy, um, we're building the CECs to be higher by building topsoil. Mm. 
We should have, you know what we should do? We should have like a, um, like a turf grass program, uh, like bowl game where we, where we have Jack on and like, uh, like some of the other people that we've had on, like we should have like Kevin Runstrom who went to Rutgers. Like we should have like, like Kevin and Jack battle it out. Like which program's the best. That might be a good idea for a future episode. I know Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. He's my boy. He's my boy. He's a good dude. Um, but you know, something like that where you're like, all right, we're going to pit the turf grass programs against each other, you know, crossfire stuff. <laughs> yeah. Crossfire stuff. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my gosh. <laughs> that, that compaction now makes more sense to me. You know, like when I first, I posted something this morning, several people's like, how are they, you know, comparing that to compaction? Like far as mechanical aeration. Now it makes more sense because when I first done a bunch of lime, <laughs> here right. i used a dometic which had more is it magnesium that's right magnesium so, so i had my calcium to magnesium ratio all jacked up right so in that twenty thousand square foot behind my house i had a really hard time getting turf to take off and i'm you could if it did not rain you could not take a soil sample i mean it was tight hmm. so started doing um gypsum and then the 343 back there and over time i've seen that change so now that makes more sense to me as far as what is it like a six to one ratio is that yeah roughly seven to one six to one 68 percent calcium 12 percent uh magnesium yeah that makes and, more sense now why that is labeled compaction there you go bro you got it yeah Man, you've, taught, you've taught me a shit ton over the years <laughs> i mean a lot Oh, it's been it. fun. It, it's been fun. You don't nudge me, man. We get to talk. And, and I mean, uh, I've I've went from a, a a total grease monkey wrench turner to somebody who can actually grow some turf. You grow some. <laughs> you grow great turf, bro. <laughs> You're a good greenkeeper. Thank you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the you know, I the the big thing here is that that your earthwork when working with earthworks for home. You're working with a, a group of people that are incredibly passionate about about this process and have had the experience of working with the top professionals in the turf world for the last 35 years. It's it's what it's what we do uh, day in and day out for for a long time, and uh, and really using this stuff you're using the exact same stuff that that you know they use on on the PGA tour in you know on the D- divisional saturday this past weekend we had we, we worked with both of those stadiums um Sweet. It, we, so you're using the same stuff that is used across the country by the top professionals in the turf world the well, let's uh give some away shoot yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, where <laughs> are we uh where are we with our wheel wheel of names let's try this out uh-huh. all the people <laughs> the build up <clears throat> so um zach i think you're gonna play the music right let me see is it rolling already okay so here we go. We got 27 uh, names on here. I'm going to shuffle it three times. 
and then we'll spin for it. How's that nice. look? That looks good, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is so awesome. <laughs> oh, lawn freedom. Right lawn on. freedom. Barely. You are the new winner of two quarts of the Earthworks for Home Liquid Lawn Fertilizer. Nice. 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 Thanks for giving something away. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. We're happy to. Um, so we'll have to get um we'll we'll get Mr. Lawn Freedom uh his stuff via uh he'll go on to the website with a special coupon code uh and and put that in at checkout and it'll uh it'll zero it out for him. What's the uh what's the code? Can't tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> that will be for him to know. <laughs> to know one time use. The one time use code. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That's sick. Guys, are we doing, uh, do we have a lot of the week this week? We don't. We don't, right? We, uh, there's just we a whole lot of. To, uh, share real quick before we go. Hmm. Oh, here we go. We had a couple guys using the hashtag, but uh, they're both already, I think they're both already two-time winners. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't know if this is the tie we want to, there's not enough competition out there to pick the third time winner. So yeah, you're not wrong uh, on that one. Things things will ramp up as we get this spring. Yeah. And and everybody's got crazy weather going on right now. I mean, we got, it's like every other day we got some crazy storm rolling across the country. So, I mean, (laughs) bad, we got bad weather. We got winter time. Yeah. All right. We're right around the corner, fellas. We'll hit it hard in the spring. Yeah. Right around the corner. uh, Hitting. Well, we're having a new type of guest on again um, that we've never had before. And we are going to be talking about some robotic lawnmowers from Rogio Robotic Lawnmowers. I think it's the only four wheel drive robotic lawnmower on the market. Mm. Things got duels on the back. Yeah, it does. It's like the Batmobile Dually. robotic lawnmowers. Oh, look at that Dually thing. Robot. It's like, yeah, it's got a grill. Like, it's, like it's like a Mercedes <laughs> lawnmower or something. It's like a 1952 model. Yeah, it looks like a looks yeah. like a PT Cruiser. I'll say a Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> I could put one of those to use in the backyard. I don't I mean, like they are backyard. from Italy, I think, originally. Of course. <laughs> that looks pretty sweet. That'll be interesting yeah. to talk to them about. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, look at that. That thing that'll like be a- an interesting episode. <laughs> Okay, that dog is obviously photoshopped. I mean, look at that. Do you think that's? Oh, no, okay, it was just blurry. Uh, we'll ask him next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill, great job at hyping up this episode. Yeah, hey, uh, guys, you know, listen, we were checking out your website last week, and uh, what about I, mean, I guess the dog, dog looks photo. like he's there. I don't know. I think it's real. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think it is. Yeah. All right, fair enough. So yeah, that would be a. Uh, yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, trying new things out. You know, have some new guests, try some, some something out. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Um, this was a lot of fun. This was a good. I mean, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this multiple times to even try to catch half of what Jack was saying. So, well, <laughs> Jack, thank you, you like, for joining oh, you got us. It. You got it, guys. But have me back. Was, we'll we'll go over different stuff. 
Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Whenever you're ready to come back on, I think you're, you know, every time that we have somebody that has, uh, that has like an established knowledge base and anybody time that we have somebody on who's, you know, kind of like a true turf grass scientist who really like went to school for it, who gets it, who understands it, they can talk to science. Those episodes always do very well. And uh, people are always asking to have them back on. All right. Great. Great. Thank you. Well, I, I really appreciate everyone's interest. Uh, you know, you can get on and, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're put, we're trying to put out content on the regular. Um, we've got, we've got a newsletter, uh, and we didn't really get to talk at all about, uh, the affiliate program, but we're, but we're establishing an affiliate program for Earthworks for Home, uh, for anybody that, you know, wants to make a little bit of scratch, uh, you know, sharing their, what they do with the products at their place. Sweet. All right. Part we'll two. Part two. Part two. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Stick around, Jack, for the after show. Okay. <laughs> 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 you got that again? Pickled the balls. Balls. <laughs>